Welcome, Aqualads, to the cold, unknown depths of the ocean. Welcome, Aqualasses, to the hidden crevice known only as the Aqua Cave. And welcome, everyone, to Concrete Man in your house. Oh, yeah, what a ride. Thank you, Vince. I appreciate you taking some time off from your busy schedule to do the introduction to the latest show here in the Aqua Cave. It is indeed following the trend of programs named after the mortal enemies of Hero of the People, Mega Man. It is indeed Concrete Man. And uh, folks, thanks again for joining us here in the Aqua Cave. I'm Johnny C. And you know, this entire concept has been inspired by the latest, as of this recording, episode of Bright Man, which covered the masked wrestler known as Who, Who, Who. That's right, it was about Who, where we ran the numbers uh, and actually did a count to how many ridiculous, unnecessary times Vince McMahon and company said Who on commentary and tracked all sorts of commentary stats. And you mix that up with the fact that I, I do indeed enjoy a bit of commentary shaming. It's just kind of my nature. And this is Concrete Man. It is a show that is designed to be a quick listen. Okay, and it's going to be one of my least favorite things. Uh, you know, it, well, let me let me let me rewind on that. Uh, when it comes to uh, the American workplace, one of my least favorite phrases is "living document." You know, for example, uh, we need to keep, to keep a, a living document of all the uh, complaints that customers have been filing about our new product. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I have no problem with it. I actually think it could be very helpful, to be honest with you, but there's just something about it. So I'm going to make a living audio document of all the times that WWF announcers were forced, maybe, maybe sometimes willingly, to use the phrase, in your house, when commentating on one of the in-your-house pay-per-views. So let me just give you a quick example. Saying in your house in the context of the show's name is fine. However, using it to describe something that we are looking at uh, is going to be penalized and noted on this living audio document known as Concrete Man. Of course, Concrete Man, as I mentioned, is one of the robots that goes up against Mega Man, and it's just serendipitous that you need concrete to lay the foundation of a strong house in your house. Now, the best way that I can give a concrete ha example of this is that imagine the phrase that's being documented as one using the name of a different pay-per-view and see if it passes the smell test. For example, if you were to say, Mabel squashing down his 500-pound frame in your house, that would be guilty and noted in the living document. However, if he were to say, King Mabel squashing down 500 pounds at In Your House. That would be okay. Because if you were to swap out In Your House for a different pay-per-view name, it would work. At WrestleMania. At SummerSlam. At In Your House. But if he just says, squashing down 500 pounds in your house, it doesn't work. Squashing down 500 pounds SummerSlam. I don't know. Like... It just doesn't roll off the tongue as an actual sentence or statement that works. And at the end of each episode, we're going to give some awards. Uh, the AEIOU Awards. We're going to give awards to the most amazing use of In Your House. The most embarrassing use of In Your House. The most insane use of In Your House. The most outrageous use of In Your House. And the most unbelievable use of In Your House. 
Tonight's episode of Concrete Man, the debut, will of course focus on the debut episode of In Your House from May of 1995. And it doesn't take long, folks. We have some egregiousness right away. And surprisingly, it's not Vince. In the opening video, Todd Pettengale says, Tonight, two of the biggest men in Federation history will raise the roof in your house. <laughs> All right. <laughs> then, Big Daddy Cool in the opening video says, In your house, Big Daddy Cool is in your face. And, and what I also want to keep note of are some of the furnishings or accoutrement that mention various house-related items. We don't get a ton of them. Uh, but here in the opening video, we are promised evictions, pulling the rug out from your opponent, and more specifically, when it comes to Jerry the King Lawler, Bret Hart says he's going to take him to the outhouse, which of course are house-related items. And then, the big finish, so sit back and enjoy the family hospitality the World Wrestling Federation delivers in your house. And that is indeed Todd Pettengale with the closing line of the opening video. During the cold open featuring the announcers, Vince McMahon and Doc Hendricks appear, and we get our first Vince quote, We thank you for the privilege of being invited in your house. Which again, I remind you, let, let's just test this one. We thank you for the privilege of being invited in Royal Rumble. It just doesn't work. Or I, I guess in wouldn't count. Being invited Royal Rumble. Like it just doesn't work. So yes, he is saying the name of the pay-per-view, but it's an egregious use of In Your House. Now, the announcers hype up the show, and then we get, Get up, baby! Answer the door! Because coming through is the modern-day kamikaze Kakushi, or Hakushi, In Your House! And that is Doc Hendricks, Vince McMahon's commentary partner for the evening. Now, we come to our first use here as Bret Hart makes his way down to the ring that I, I suppose could go either way. But it's missing a word that would make it actually be the title of the pay-per-view. Bret Hart set to compete in his first of two matchups tonight in your house. <laughs> so what Vince is saying here is that Bret is going to be waging war twice while he's in your house. If he just would have said at, he would have escaped the depths of Concrete Man. But he is penalized and forever, uh, you know, etched into the annals of history with this quote. Now, at this point in time of the actual pay-per-view broadcast, the Brit the Hitman Hart Hakushi match does indeed start. And I want to just make some things very clear. This is not a show that's designed to recap matches because I, I can't watch all these in-your-houses and take notes and tell you there's an arm bar and a drop kick, and I don't really want to. I want someone to be able to go back and just... If they're bored, put on an episode of Concrete Man and listen to the ridiculousness and absurdity that is using the phrase in your house. But a couple of fun commentary, of just fun notes in general, and then we'll get to the quotes. Uh, a shoulder tackle in this match is called What a Maneuver. Vince can't even pull shoulder tackle out of his brain. Bret Hart is cheered on by the fans of this contest by them chanting USA. Jerry Lawler is shown in the back watching the match on a tiny TV, reacting to the spots, and it's just hilarious because he's over-exaggerated and doing things like jumping out of his chair for a clothesline. On closed captions, Vince McMahon 
numerous times in this match, says, A cover by Hakushi! One, two! No, he didn't get it. But what's important is him saying, A cover! Because when there is a pinfall attempt, a lot of times, Vince McMahon says, A cover! And it's hilarious because every time he says it, it's a two count. And the closed caption says that Vince McMahon is not saying a cover, but recover. So it's kind of hilarious because they do indeed kick out. It's like Vince is calling the spots. Recover! One, two! No, he didn't get him! It's a good thing Hakushi heard me say recover, because that was the original ending of this match, Doc Hendricks. Um, and then Doc Hendricks says, Oh, a moonsault! Well, Brett's on the concrete! Which was just hilarious because the show is called Concrete Man. Now, in this match, there is only one use of In Your House. Hakushi does a Bronco Buster on Brett the Hitman Hart. And Doc Hendricks yells, In your house! In your face! Because the crotch of Hakushi is indeed in Brett's face. And if you zoom in, it is indeed feel like it's in your house. Uh, Brett the Hitman Hart wins with a victory roll. Uh, next up on the show, Jerry Lawler interrupts the 1-900 number, saying that it's time to start his match, because Bret Hart injures himself leaving the ring. Not really note of anything, but it's hilarious. He then gets a page from his mom, and he leaves. Stephanie Wyant makes her first and hopefully last concrete man appearance by hyping the in-your-house envelopes that are in a giant container in the entranceway. We then get footage of the fucking... Uh, police escort that the envelopes received in the back of an armored truck from Melville, New York, all the way to Syracuse, New York. It just cracks me up that this was a real thing. Now it's time for Jeff Jarrett and the roadie to take on Razor Ramon. And some crazy shit here, in an insert promo before the match starts, Scott Hall, or Razor Ramon, says, Roadie has proven that he wants to play with the big boys. And as he says, with the big boys, he points to himself indicating that soon Scott Hall will be where the big boys play. Doc Hendricks tells us it's the first ever handicap match on pay-per-view. I do not care to do the research. When Vince, or when Vince, when Razor makes his entrance, finally, we are treated to a very long run-on sentence by Vince McMahon uh, as Razor's pointing at himself during the fireworks. No psycho said stepping into the fireworks because a bad guy has eyes in the back of his head and that he uh, could very well use both sets of eyes here on this special Mother Day Sunday in your house. Yikes. That's a long one. Now, the closed caption in this match delivers a little bit more entertainment by calling a small package a small park. And I'm noticing that Razor and Jeff Jarrett are doing things like sunset flips, where Razor is like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, Razor's edge attempts getting backdropped over the top rope. And I realize that these guys really, honestly, do have the same match over and over. has been documented. In a hilarious moment, Razor has a piece of tape on his boot that says, Kid. Because the 123 Kid is injured. It's just kind of weird and off-putting. I don't know. If I was a 1-2-3 kid, I'd kind of want a better tribute. Uh, another weird thing in this match is there's a sequence where the roadie gets a hot tag, but Razor has no one to tag to, and of course, Razor wins with the Razor's edge. Razor Ramon, ladies and gentlemen, accomplishing the impossible here in your house. Vince McMahon after the 1-2-3. And I'm starting to notice that, that Vince sort of has a pattern. 
it seems like he likes to use in your house when uh, when it's time for celebration or revels or hype. You know, because you've noticed in the body of these matches, he's really not using the phrase in your house. But when he's excited, when Bret Hart's coming down the aisle, he mentions in your house and Razor with the pyrotechnics in your house. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, Razor gets the one, two, three. And all of a sudden we're back in your house. And I'm wondering if that is a pattern that's going to continue on. In the post-match, there's a beatdown by the heels. And the Portuguese man-o'-war makes the save. Hilarious. Because Doc Hendricks points out his jockstrap. Uh, But then he gets ejected. And all of a sudden, a fan enters the ring to protect the bad guy, Razor Ramon, from this assault. It is indeed Savio, or Savio Vega. And what I absolutely love here is is when serendipity strikes. Because we all know, as was documented on the Who episode of Bright Man, and in many podcasts, many, many podcasts, okay? Uh, so that was a little Trumpian, by the way. Many, many podcasts are aware of the Savio Vega usage. But the first time that Vince McMahon ever talks about Savio Vega, he says, and I quote, we have no idea who this gentleman in the ring is. Vince McMahon acknowledging the presence of Savio Vega for the first time. And I love this because it's almost as if Vince McMahon makes a promise to himself on this evening. He doesn't know who this gentleman is right now, but once he discovers his identity, he will make sure that from this moment forward until the end of time, everyone watching the programs will know his name and he will beat it into the ground so you can't possibly forget it. And that's my thesis for Vince McMahon's use of Savio Vega. All right, get down, get funky. A uh, great moment in the back as we see a Jack Tunney sighting as uh, Jerry Lawler's trying to campaign to get his match with Bret Hart to start right now because, again, Bret hurt himself while leaving the ring, in quotes. Uh, and then we get a sweet tribute to Psycho Sid, which leads us to unbelievable action thus far ladies and gentlemen here on this mother's day sunday we thank you very much for inviting us into your house all right Vince man just killing time in between segments but i'm gonna count that one even though he said into your house because it was an egregious use of the name after doc hendricks pontificates about the uh the rage and the power of psycho sid we get no telling what's going to happen in your house, which I guess is true. You walk into your house coming home from work and you never know what's going to happen. Could it potentially be on fire? Could there potentially be someone engaged in some erroneous activity with your partner? Is it possible you come home and discover someone's drinking all of your favorite soda? I suppose you never tell, you never know what's going to happen in your house. So Vince is indeed correct. We're then joined by legendary pay-per-view salesman, Barry Daninsky. All right, what do you got for us, Barry? Barry has the Bret Hart all-over shirt, which sounds like one of my worst nightmares. It is indeed available for $20 and $3.95 for shipping and handling. Uh, Barry pleads to Vince before he's banished from the screens. Vince, is Bret okay? We don't know, as a matter of fact, Barry, but you might be okay wearing the Bret Hart t-shirt, I'm sure. The hitman, Bret Hart, is preparing for his matchup with Jerry the King Lawler. They will occur a little bit later on. Take a look at who's in your house, though, at the moment. Vince McMahon, regarding the evil version of Men on a Mission, coming down the aisle. He's going to do battle in a King of the Ring qualifier with Adam Baum. 
Uh, as Adam makes his way to the ring, we get an early preview of Vince McMahon in practice for his Salvia Vega calls when he yells, Adam Bomb, here we go. Which, I mean, come on. Just take out Adam and Salvia Vega, here we go. I mean, it's there, right? We've heard it a thousand times. That match starts, and we learn quickly that Adam Bomb means business here in your house. Vince McMahon reacting to the Adam Bomb hitting a plancha to Mabel on the floor. And actually a pretty good feat of athleticism. We get another water maneuver, and it's Mabel doing a spinning heel kick, which makes contact with only the ribs because he can't spin that heel kick up to the face. Uh, Mabel wins. Nobody cares. Todd is in the 1-900 room with Razor Ramon. He introduces Savio Vega. Uh, Savio Vega calls out the roadie, and then he calls out the double J. <laughs> so I like him already. Uh, by the way, I should mention, you can follow me on Twitter at the Johnny C. Hence my love for Savio. Smoking guns in the ring now. Jerry the King Lawler comes down the aisle to start his match in the continuing thread. Uh, he's quickly escorted back by Federation officials. We cut to a cameraman backstage. And folks, I don't mind telling you, I want this screen cap gift up, wrapped up, and sold to me as an NFT so no one else can own these images without my explicit written permission. Because it is legitimately just Bret Hart in his locker room with ice on his knees with hands covering his face in sadness he says nothing and makes no movement it might be my favorite shot of any federation produced programming of all times and speaking of bret hart here comes his much more talented brother to defend the tag team titles to mark the occasion we have another immortalized concrete man moment yokozuna and owen hart the brother of the hitman on their way to the ring to be in your house to defend the WWF Tag Team Championship. So watch out, folks. Some uninvited guests, apparently. I uh, Side note, I love the combination Yokozuna slash Rocket King Owen Hart lights that flash onto the ring, where you got the Yoko symbols in the corners, and then, of course, the King of Hearts playing card in the center. Uh, the tag team title match starts, and right away, uh, this, uh, well, Doc Hendricks makes a statement, all right, indicating that Mr. Fuji is a five-time WWF tag team champion, and that gives the champs the advantage. Well, this is the new WWF generation, and the smoking guns ready to come out smoking, knowing exactly whom they're facing here in your house on the special Mother's Day Sunday. Doc Hendricks compliments Mr. Fuji's complexion, and then he pontificates he must be using Stridex pads, which of course doesn't mention in your house, but is indeed some fantastic brand synergy, because Stridex, a longtime advertising partner of the World Wrestling Federation. Now as promised, a small furnishing alert here. Owen Hart misses a Bronco Buster type maneuver, crushes his balls on the turnbuckle. Vince yells, NOBODY HOME! Uh, now, of course, he probably would have yelled that on any other pay-per-view, but since he said home, I'm going to count it. Uh, Bart is called a stupid Texan by Doc Hendricks, no doubt venting years of frustration for the Von Erich family, I'm sure. Uh, during a close two count, Vince wants to yell, Referee, out of position! It comes out of his mouth, though, Referee, out of position! And the close captioning calls it, Referee, indistinct. Uh, soon after that call, yeah, Yokozuna leg drops Billy Gunn on the outside of the ring, rolls him in, gets the 1-2-3. Vince throws to Todd Pettengale, who's with the WWF champion Diesel. Todd corrects him and notes he's with a very pensive WWF champion Diesel. Big Daddy Cool. 
And then I feel bad for making fun of this whole thing because Nash, in a very real moment, talks about losing his mom recently, uh, like last December. And it's actually quite poignant and a decent enough promo from like a wounded warrior who's, you know, obviously going to save the day, but, you know, still bleeds like any other human. Not a bad move for Diesel. However, Todd abuses this very real moment, but reminding Diesel that Big Daddy Cool, friends are important too, and Sid beat up the heartbreak kid. Doesn't that make you feel sad? Nash acts like a pro doe and, and doesn't attack Todd Pettengale, choking him out and ending his life. He does, however, deliver quite an embarrassing closing line. You know, he's telling everybody he's the master. Well, I am the walrus. Goo goo kachoo. Sid, big daddy cool in the house. Coming at you, baby. <laughs> I don't have a problem with the Beatles lyrics, as I am a fan of the Beatles. But this reinforces enforces my Kevin Nash has a sweet record collection theory that you can hear all about on the Brightman episode entitled Old Glory Thunder. Uh, and don't forget, he did indeed say, The House. Lawler's in the ring with his mother, Vince tells us. Uh, we didn't get a shot of his mom on camera. Vince yells, What? Unquestionably, that is not the mother of Jerry the King Lawler. Mom then speaks. She would be proud of Jerry tonight if he beats Brett. I wonder if this actress thought that having lines would get her a SAG card, because she is going to be disappointed at the end of the evening. She then uh, delivers further lines, praying for that card, when she challenges Helen Hart to a match. Helen, by not commenting, refuses. Mom offers a kiss, and Jerry calls Helen an empty sack of bones. Todd is in the gorilla position with Brett Hart. The hitman reveals, well, it's not April Fool's Day, but the knee injury was in fact a cunning ruse. I'm then blown away because Vince actually says on commentary, look at that, it was all a ruse. <laughs> because whenever I say a cunning ruse, I'm like trying to make fun of stuff and he's using it for real purposes. Uh, the match begins. Doc says, all that acting on Lonesome Dove must have paid off for the hitman. Vince offers the perfect response. Ha <laughs> ha! The Vince laugh. Vince threatens us by stating that the house giveaway is next. Now look, I, I know I, I, I promised to stick with the commentary, okay? But Brit, Brett no-sells a pile driver in the middle of this match, and that seemed weird to me, especially because right after Brett hits his own pile driver and Lawler's, like, dead. I don't know, just didn't seem fair. Uh, Shinja is here. Interesting note about Shinja. His name sounds like Ninja. I'm sorry. Uh, again, something in the match happens that is worth noting. Earl Hebner does a really cool ref bump where he gets his foot caught in the rope. Never seen it before, and the difficulty scale seems high. So good for you, Earl. Hakushi interferes and beats up on Brett. He hits a four-post massacre. Lawler does a ridiculous a flip float-over pin. I rewind it like six times because it cracked me up and gets the one, two, three. Been a while without a house comment, guys. Let's kick it up a little bit. Post-match, Brett attacks Team Lawler because he's a big baby. Backstage for a Sid interview where he talks to himself and takes many deep breaths. And uh, all we see this entire time is the right side of his face. He tells Diesel he will beat him and Diesel will become another one of his symbols. Diesel, I will beat you and you will become a symbol. I don't know what he's talking about. Finally, he climaxes when he proclaims himself the ruler of the world. All right, it's house time. Todd describes the house 
while looking at it on the video wall. And that means the entire time he's describing the beauty that is this vacation home, uh, we are treated to the back of his mullet. And that thing is bonkers and looks like a horse's ass, literally and figuratively. Because, you know, it kind of looks like that the tail and then what is, uh, it just, it's so bad. <laughs> Stephanie Wyatt breaks my headphones and my skull when she says, out of nowhere, I'm so psyched I want to do it. <laughs> and I believe, I believe with utmost certainty, someone on this planet has isolated that audio clip, recorded it, perhaps using their computer or another device, and uh, inserted that clip onto a tape. And it repeats on a loop until they finished, you know, whatever it is they're doing in your house. All right. To make matters worse, the next thing she says is, I wish we had a rake. And I'm sure that special someone out there includes one of those for every five of her saying, I'm so psyched I want to do it. Todd says there may be rakes in the garage. He goes to the garage of the In Your House entrance set, and indeed, there are two rakes. Vince McMahon laughs. Ha ha! I'm sure that he wrote this entire segment. Todd and Stephanie definitely have some, um, oh God, Michael Scott and, oh, what's his wife's name? Everyone's yelling it at the camera. Amy Ryan, I think, is her real name, but what's the character's name? Oh, well, it doesn't matter. It comes across, Holly Flax, there you go. Holly Flax and uh, Michael Scott sort of vibe going on when they perform at the Dunder Mifflin Picnic. That's what this sketch reminds me of. Because they hold the rakes, and they do the American Gothic pose, and <laughs> Vince, ha oh yeah, American Gothic. Uh, again, he definitely wrote this thing. Todd then lifts Stephanie, puts her in the tub of envelopes. Uh, Todd struggles, I should add. And that is not a Stephanie joke, that's a Todd joke, okay? And ladies and gentlemen, they find an envelope and introducing to you two forgotten members of the WWF slash E universe of characters, Len Denkin and Lori Zim from Don Gijo and Associates. They're here to check the eligibility requirements. So Todd opens the envelope, pulls out the name, and he goes to the Lenster. And he says to Len, how we doing? Len's voice cracks. And he says, we're good. Vince, ha ha! Ah, Len, you son of a bitch. Well, he doesn't say that, but he does laugh. Uh, Todd shows him the name that he pulled from the envelope. Does it work? He asks. It works! This time, Len kind of sounds like Cowboy Bill Watts when he says it. His voice doesn't crack. Stephanie then yells, Yes! I'm sure that got added to our friend's tape. They have the number of the winner. They are going to call. Wait a minute! Who is it? Who are they going to call? A dial tone hits. Well, they're calling the winner! That is a direct quote from Vince, and I can tell you, I'm sure he's furious that they didn't announce the name of the person that they were going to call. That way the person might be a little more informed to answer their telephone. Stephanie says, while Todd is dialing, Can you imagine sitting at home? And Vince replies, Hmm, 71, can you imagine giving away a house? I don't know if he's trying to show some big dick energy that he's, like, better than Stephanie, or if he's mad that Stephanie would rather be at home, and he's all like, Hmm, 71, you work for me, and I can give away a house. What can you give away? You're nothing, Stephanie, and I'm everything. The phone rings. It's picked up. No, it's the operator. In his haste, Todd has dialed the number incorrectly. Vince, ha <laughs> ha, 
laughs. Stephanie says, we're going to do it. That tape keeps getting longer. Todd dials again. Is Matt Papaselli home? Yeah. We won! Someone yells in the background of the Papaselli compound. The individual answering the phone says, turn the sound down. Then we get Todd's immortal words. You win the house! Well, that was kind of Vince and Todd at the same time, but whatever, I don't do second takes. The crowd actually pops for the Pompicelli clan. No one remembers Todd's next line, though. You win the house! Pending verification. <laughs> because that one's not as fun. Matt Pompicelli says, is this a joke? He sees that they're on the TV, but this don't make sense. <laughs> Pyro goes off. <laughs> Stephanie yells, Fireworks! <laughs> Which could make the tape, I suppose. But in all actuality, it just makes her sound like a small child because she's amused by the sudden appearance of fireworks. And now that segment is done, and I will never have to talk about it again. I've made fun of it quite a bit, so it's nice I got to cover it in its entirety, even though it wasn't a part of the Concrete Man thesis. I appreciate it. Vince hypes the main event. Mentions that Sid hates being called Psycho. Doc suggests, Super! Super Sid! We call him Super Sid, Vince. Furniture alert! Sid walks down the aisle for the final match. How would you like to open the front door of your house and peer into the eyes of that? So, not a fool in your house, but a mention of a house, nonetheless. (laughs) Diesel's music starts, Alright! Turn on that engine! Crank it up! (laughs) He literally says that. Diesel gets to the ring and summons his pyro. Vince delivers one of the longest massive run-on sentences in history as Diesel poses. And the sentence is just asking for Vince to say, In your house! But he doesn't, and it breaks my heart. The match starts. Uh, I'm not going to talk about the match much. At one point, I just want to put this out there into the zeitgeist. Sid invents the Randy Orton head punt. So, there you go. History has been made, I guess. At one point, Doc says... If Sid hits the powerbomb, new champion, baby. And he says baby, just like Jimmy King says baby. At one point, Sid gets a little blood on his lower lip when he has, uh, and he's got Diesel in the camel clutch the first of many times he will. We get a nice zoom in on his face, and it kind of looks like the blood is lipstick. And when you consider Sid's face and the lipstick and the mullet and just the overall psychotic, stupid look on his face, I can't help but think of Buffalo Bill from the Silence of the Lambs. Would you fuck me? (laughs) Anyway, Tatanka interferes after Diesel hits a jackknife and is about to get the three. Uh, Bigelow rescues to a very lukewarm response. The match is over. The show is almost over. However, Vince delivers one more line to send us all home happy. And yes, indeed, a newfound friendship a big daddy cool diesel and bam bam bigelow just might have been cemented in your house and i think it's my favorite one because he says cemented which is what you use to build a house like concrete and i find vindication in my show title (laughs) he invites us to the king of the ring in june and then We're about to end this show. We're about to end the pay-per-view as well. And serendipity strikes again, proving my thesis is valid. He says, in your house two more times. Finally, here at the end of the show, 
at the very first In Your House extravaganza, he's finally figured out how to properly use it in a sentence. When he says, Boy, you're going to say a great deal about this first ever WWF in your house. But for sure, one thing I think you have to say, for sure, more than anything else, this first ever WWF in your house was out of this world. And that's it. That's the end. And he used in your house twice in a sentence, both as the name of the actual show. Vince, you did it, buddy. I'm proud of you. I promised some awards, so let's do it and get out of here. The most amazing quote of the night. The one I just said. And yes, indeed, a newfound friendship of Big Daddy Cool Diesel and Bam Bam Piccolo just might have been cemented in your house. Because of the cement reference. The most embarrassing Kevin Nash or Diesel in the opening video in your house. Big Daddy Cool is in your face. Because this fucking ultra babyface Diesel is just embarrassing. The most insane line of the night. Vince McMahon during the tag title match when the referee was out of position. Referee! Apata! The most outrageous night. A line of the night. Vince's insane run-on in your house. No psycho Sid stepping into the fireworks. Because the bad guy, Razor Ramon, has eyes in the back of his head. And that he uh, could very well use both sets of eyes here on this Mother's Day in your house. The most unbelievable line of the night Stephanie Wyant's I'm so psyched I want to do it and folks that is going to put the shoes of concrete onto me and I'm going to float to the bottom of the aqua cave remember to subscribe so you get notified whenever new content drops I'm Johnny C a winner is you so long from in your house. Oh yeah, I want to ride. Get down, get down.